Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Disclaimer. If you recognize yourself or think we may have had a great love story in my head without you being aware of it, don't worry. I mostly have great memories of those. You almost always treated me right. And for the time you made me cry because you flirted with other girls in front of me, I forgive you. You didn't know. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I was supposed to say, all characters appearing in this work are fictitious, and the resemblance to a real person, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Except if I actually say your name or give you a phone number, then you can safely assume I'm talking about you, Joey Capello too. But let us start by talking about him. So here we go, part one, or how I always go for the unavailable man. Two weeks ago, my ex-roommate Denise was in town. She visited me in New York from Istanbul. She had a friend here too, so we decided to all meet up at a bar, the Apotec, in Chinatown. We were obviously late, and when we arrived, it was like Christmas morning. We had six straight guys waiting for us. Pierre, Denise's ex, three other rondo were absolutely not relevant to our story, and Adrienne and Ben. Adrienne is my height, Ben is taller, both cute. My first instinct was to go toward Adrienne. If I had to compare them, I would say that Adrienne is more a Sony Corleone, where Ben would be a Michael. Adrienne is a bit more flashy. But as the night went on, I kind of felt sparkles between Ben and me. I always had a soft spot for the geeky guy. Every time I talked, he was all ears. At some point, I made a joke mentioning how Beyonce has nothing on me when it comes to dancing. Ben almost fainted. I must admit, at this point, it was half joke, half flirt. And I liked the reaction. Time to start phase two. He then made a joke about his friend. I commented on it and took this opportunity to touch his forearm. Establishing contact, you know? I complained about the fact that I worked really hard at the office this week. He touched my shoulder. I mean, I don't want to go all high school girl on you guy, but could this get any other than that? Yes, it can. I'm way ahead of you, trust me. In my head, I'm already breaking into his apartment to watch his sleep. Went from cute to restraining order in two seconds. I know. No, but more seriously, I know it's not crazy good, but at least he's not repulsed by the idea of touching me. And that's a start. I can work with that. We talked a lot. I think he tried to brag a little, but I liked it. So, he plays tennis. He is an American but grew up in Paris. His parents are originally from Long Island, but they moved to France when he was eight. He moved back to the US for his studies and then started as a freelance photographer, mostly in fashion. But he did other stuff before. I don't really register what, and he worked usually for the same magazine. I think. He told me he studies something, but I don't remember his major. 
Well, I'm sorry if during some part of the conversation, I was too busy trying to figure out where I would picture us spending our summer vacation. Tulum and Bali before the kids, and then Europe. Anyway, you see what I mean. I really like this guy, and we talked a lot. He told me everything about his life. When it was time for the last round of drinks, we went at the bar to order for everybody. We were talking and laughing. I took the four first drink in my hands and waited for him to get the four other ones. I had a little strands of hair coming on my face. That's what she said. And he took it out of the way, looking at me intensely in the eye. That was so hot. It was almost as if we hooked up right there on the bar, Brangelina style. I really liked him. He has been so attentive all night. But every time I got too cocky, yes, that might happen sometimes, he would make a joke about me. I like it when a guy knows how to place his balance between I like you and being able to tell you when you're going too far. And if he does it with humor, he can do whatever he wants with me. Take me, Will Arnett! Anyway, you get the gist. Cute guy, funny, manly, artistic and not shallow. We had a lot of chemistry, but nothing happened. The drink ended with my friend Denise running away from her ex and us pretending we needed to meet some other friends. But we kind of planned to see each other again before Denise and Pierre leave. When we arrived home, Denise asked me about Ben. At first, I denied everything. But she told me right away, I think he likes you. Anyway, at this point, I tried to play it cool. You know when you're not sure you like a guy or for some reason you're not ready to talk about it? I was like, really? You think so? But Denise kept going. He always tried to sit next to you. And that was it from my restraint. I started explaining to her the whole night. The strain of hair, the shoulder touching, everything. I told her that I tried to picture what he would look like as an old man. Denise agreed with me. The ideal would be to see a photo of his dad. But I'm not close enough to ask yet. Just kidding. Well, kind of. But we did the next best thing. Internet stalking. He was really easy to find since he's Pierre's friend. First, I want to mention that it was okay to not remember where and what he studies since those info were on his Facebook page, University of Maryland. His birthday is August 18th. Leo, not really happy about that part since I believe in astrology and I think Leos are really more into conflict than I am. But he's so cute that I could get into fight with him. A lot of girls wished him a happy birthday last year. Not thrilled about that one. 
His mom is on Facebook and comments a lot on what he posts and gets tagged in. Yikes. He has a brother. He has an Instagram account, but it's closed. Bummer. His last tweet is from two years ago, but the one before four years ago. Oh, and we found his roommate, I think, because we went on Venmo and saw that he pays every month the same person with the house emoji as a description. And it must be that, because the roommate is tagged in a lot of Facebook pictures with him. To sum up, I guess, he's not really active on social media, but he is tagged in a lot of pictures. So with Denise, we went through a lot of those. I don't know why I'm lying here. We went through every single picture of them. Yes, I went down the rabbit hole there. Nothing really to report except that he's really cute and I really like him. Only one thing was clear. We had to see them again before Denise left because I didn't exchange phone number with Ben. It was a bit complicated with Pierre and Denise since their relationship could be compared to the relationship between the United States and Russia post-Cold War. Supposedly, they're cool, but you can still feel the shadow of the past. She could definitely not text him right away. Thanks God, she didn't have to. The day after, during the afternoon, an unknown number texted Denise. It was Pierre, from Ben's phone. They were going to the Comedy Cellar Thursday and asked if we wanted to join. Sure. Right away, Ben's number was added to my phone. Just in case. So on Thursday, we went. Ben was there, obviously still super cute and super flirty. When we were in line, we basically spent all time talking and joking. We have the same sense of humor. At some point, I remember telling him that he should lie on his job in case somebody from the club needed a headshot or a contact with his magazine. So he should say he was a hairdresser. It was my sneaky way of making every girl in the club thinking he was gay. Bye-bye, competition. And then he responded, Oh God, no! Can you imagine if one of the comics has a bad air day and his assistants come in the bar screaming, Is there a hairdresser in the room? And somebody had heard us talking and start pointing at me? Imagining this scene made me laugh. Pleased to see me enjoy his story, he added. Then I'd be backstage with this guy who has almost no hair, a curling apron in one end and a hair dryer in the other. We both really laughed out loud. At some point, we took a darker path and he ended up burning a fake woman's wig. We called her Poor Stephanie. But that's when we arrived in the bar and sat with everybody else. So we had to socialize a little. Then the show started. We had a lot of eye contact and a lot of accomplished laughs were shared over the comic's joke. 
At the end of the show, Denise looked at me weirdly, as if she was trying to send me some fucking telepathic message. I was too deep into Ben's eyes. Yup, I just said that. I was too deep into Ben's eyes. Full lips. Sweet, sweet voice. Sorry, sorry, got distracted again. Anyway, you get it. I didn't catch her look. And, as a good friend that I am, did not really pay much attention to those. We all decided to continue the night at the bar, where the comedy seller graciously gave us a round of half-price drink. The fat black pussycat on West 3rd. When I think back, I can only remember the way Ben looks at me. I hate that I feel so dumb saying that, but that's true. Nothing else really worth telling. I mean, we were in our bubble, giggling, retelling the comedian's joke and our intakes on those. I noticed that I have a better memory than he does. That's it. I noticed Denise in a big discussion with Pierre. Maybe she's wanted to send me some telepathic message about Pierre. So I decided to bring the Denise-Pierre subject smoothly, of course, on the table with Ben. To kind of get the insight from his point of view and maybe some info on Pierre's current girlfriend, if any. Nothing to report. Pierre was, sorry for that, Denise, as boring as ever. That's when I remembered seeing on Ben's Facebook page that he seemed to be obsessed with Game of Thrones. And I love it too. Maybe love is a strong world. I like it. Well, I watch it. So I decided to introduce the subject in the conversation. He bought my previous drinks, so I insisted on buying one for him. Because a Lannister always pays debt. He looked almost too excited. Like, oh my god, you watch Game of Thrones? I love that show. That's my favorite show. I found it cute because I was, as a lady would say, tipsy. Otherwise, I would have been like, chill out, dude. Everybody watch Game of Thrones. And it's everywhere on your Facebook page, nerd. Thanks God, I was drunk. And we kept talking about the Jon Snow situation, concluding that we know nothing. The more we talked, the closer we got. He told me the story about the time he spent in France and how he adapted from Long Island to Paris at eight. It was really tough because French kids are mean and they would laugh at him all the time because he had weird snack, didn't know any total jokes and would dress differently. The toughest had been the day he showed up dressed as a ninja turtle for Halloween in a French classroom where nobody had a costume on since we don't celebrate Halloween in France. Happily, he had a nice and understanding teacher who moved around the schedule and did an impromptu class about Halloween and the American culture. And at lunch, she went to buy candy and organize a cool afternoon of costume making and trick or treating around the school. She was his first crush. Who could have raised this super heroine 
who saved these poor foreign kids. The best part? She made a costume for herself too. And she went with the kids around the school as Supergirl. Who could have resisted Miss Renault? This story made me feel closer to him. I can see the same for him. We cannot stop touching each other. At some point, we were just caressing each other's hands on the table. That's when Denise interrupts us. Can you come with me to the restroom, please? There is no locks. Me. But I don't get it. I went earlier and it was fine. Denise. Well, now it's broken. She grabbed my arm and pulled me away. We arrive in front of the door. The guys don't see us anymore. Denise looks at me weirdly. I'm like, are you planning on going? No, I just needed you away from Ben to tell you something before anything happens. Okay. When you have this information, you can do whatever you want with it. Uh, but I think it's important for you to add it before doing anything. Well, it's maybe nothing, I don't know, but I cannot not say anything. It's not a big deal or anything, but it's better. We don't really care. What am I? What an asshole. Yep, she was drunk and spiraling. So I decided to interrupt her gently. Tell me! Ben has a girlfriend. I'm sorry, what? 